Lasting Media. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hi, it's Clozelle. Is you okay? Because I'm not... I'm suddenly single, financially struggling, and learning how to live my life as a single mom. It's time for me to glow up. Join me on this journey as I learn life lessons from my incredibly successful friends who teach me how to glow up. From Lasting Media, is Glowing Up with me, Glozelle Green. Hello, this is Glozelle, and welcome to Glowing Up. I'm here with the amazing... I mean, every time I hang out with you, I just fall more and more in love with it. I'm like, how, can, how come we weren't friends earlier? Um, the amazing, the wonderful, the icon, Melissa Rivers. And I asked the same question, where have you been all my life? Oh, my goodness. Well, today of all days, I'm so happy to see you because I feel like I could just break down because I, I, you know, you know, I have this crazy situation and I'm... Going through hopefully a divorce because you know you, you you're going you, through a whole lot of shit. Just I mean that's just what it is. So have you have you been through it before? Oh dear and, God, I oh, you know I've been through gosh. all of it in one way or another. I know you are becoming a single mom. Yes, it's been about three weeks, and I'm like oh I can handle this because no, I was can't. basically doing everything by myself. No, anyway, you can't, honey. No, no. you can't. No, you can't. It hit me like a ton of bricks. Yep, and it did the same for me, and I thought, I can do this. What's the big deal? Da, 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 da. I have my mom, and I have help, and I have this and support. Guess what? You can't. And I got myself in a place where I felt like I was failing because wow. I was sad or overwhelmed or tired or this. And guess what? You're, you're not failing. You're <laughs> figuring you. it out, you, and you will. It, you continue to figure it out as your child grows up because the responsibilities become different, their needs become different, your needs become different, and you will always feel on some level that you are failing. But that's not just single moms. Every parent at one point feels like they are failing. The big thing is. We live in a society where no one wants to admit it. I mean, do you ever get a pat on the back? It seemed like yeah. nothing I do is quite enough. I'm like, the child is fed. She's, she's eating. We, you know, we, we get stuff done. We're here, which I do my best. And it's like, oh, someone today was like, you forgot to tell me happy birthday. And blah, blah, blah. so now I'm like, I, I'm trying. You know, I th- oh, well, first of all, you're only three weeks in. So <laughs> take a deep breath. It's right. only going to get worse. Oh. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's just uh, going to get worse. And you know what? Uh, I started I, alerting to say to my friends, which is, you know what? I suck. But I'm alive. My child's alive. Yes. We, neither of us have been <laughs> to the emergency room lately. No one's hungry. Everyone seems to be clean. And he's doing well in school. And neither of us have gotten arrested. So pretty much we're in a win situation. That was good. Yeah. So um, 
growing up, was Cooper always? Can I say his name? Yeah, of course you well, can. Was, was Cooper always like cool with the breakup? And well, Cooper's dad and he and lived I, with you. We, Cooper's dad and I split when he was nine months old. Oh, see, I won't say yay. Look yeah, at you. But it, it it wasn't because it was it was hard. It was hard from the beginning, you know. And you have conflict. You have you handle things differently. Um, you you go through a lot of different phases. Uh, my ex-husband went on to live with someone, marry another person, have another child, and then divorce someone else. Wow. Yeah. So Cooper has a half-sister um, and an ex-stepmother. And well, Did he stay over there? Did Cooper he, live he, with the he, father from we had, we had joint custody. Okay. And that was incredibly hard, having someone else look after your child and have a relationship with your child. And um, have an influence on your child and handle things differently. And I used to find out things mm. that I wasn't good with or the way they would approach different situations that were not okay with me. Um, we went through this phase where Cooper would become completely unhinged when it was time to come back to my house. And they would always say, he gets hysterical and he cries and he doesn't want to go and all this stuff. And I'm like, why? What are you guys doing? And it came to light that they were handling the transfer very differently than I was. Wow. Where I was handling the transfer in the way that I thought was right, which was, you're going to have a great time and I'm going to miss you, but this is going to be great. I can't wait to see you. Blah, 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 blah. You're going to mm. do this. You're going to do that. You're going to have all this stuff at school, whatever, which I thought was the right way to handle it. They were handling it in what they thought was the right way, which was focusing more on how much they were going to miss him ah. rather than how much fun it was going to be at the other house. Because it was very much that I was having a very different experience than they were having at the transfer times. So until that got sorted out, it, it was incredibly difficult. We also found out through that process also, it was much easier to do the handoff on a school day where one took him to school, the other one picked him up. Ah. So you learn those things as you go. Well, the, I'm picking up some, I mean, I have a long way. You started at nine months. My child is three. Ah. You got a long way to go. I mean, I had an incident that I can remember absolutely like it was yesterday where, again, we were doing a, a pickup drop-off and... It was just in the middle of a day kind mm -hmm. of situation because when obviously when Cooper was very, very young, he spent more time with me. Mm -hmm. And he was a toddler and his dad was carrying him and we were walking to my car and he was like, I'm going to miss you so much, buddy. And, did it, and very genuine. And then mm -hmm. Cooper starts to cry and it was nap time and it was just a mess. And I ended up with this absolute sobbing, unhappy toddler. Mm -hmm. And that's when I'm like, you can't, we can't do it this way. Right. It cannot be during nap time. It cannot be this big emotional upheaval. It's got to be like, oh, look, here's mom, or here's dad, or let's get going. Or it, it, so The child's way of handling it, I found, is completely based on how the parents handle it. But you two were able to handle it each other, because I'm thinking, like, do I have to somehow bring in a third person? Oh, we, we had our moments. It was not always good. Oh, okay. trust me, we've had scene after scene after scene. We had scenes at school. Oh I had goodness. scenes with the ex-stepmother. I had scenes with his dad. I mean, it is not 
easy. So you're saying it's going to be a lot of fun it's for a the lot next of fun. Like 18 years. Yeah, but you also have to realize that you are not going to be perfect. You're going to mess up. You're going to feel like crap, but every parent... Did you feel like that? Because you are in the limelight, like your, your whole life. So how can Melissa mess up? Oh my God, on a daily basis. I, mean, I had a phone call. My son is 18 turning 19 and a freshman in college. I had a situation today that I almost walked into a trap that would have <gasps> caused a major argument between us. Really? But think about it. Do you argue with your mom as an adult? I, she's been blocked for so, so many times recently. Like I, I, so why do you think it's going to be any different? She's like, pro, you got to stay together. Okay, pro, but that doesn't matter. But ha- besides that, uh-huh. have you, did you argue with your mom yes. as a teenager? Do yes. you argue with your mother as an adult? Yes. Okay, so why would your relationship with your child be any different? You just try and, I find that I try and not make the same, same mistakes. Case. Or I try and handle situations differently. It doesn't mean that they're not going to be still arguments, right. but that doesn't mean you're not doing a good job. I'm really, I've become really proud of what I've accomplished with my son. I mean, and he's doing well. I well, want today to, I almost to, had, to, I almost oh. had to kill him this morning, but almost. apparently in the last hour, I seem to have taken a deep breath and realized that he's going to be fine. I still kind of want to wrap there at least twice a week. I still want to wrap my hands around his neck. So, okay. So how do you avoid stepping into these, these traps? And I'm not even sure exactly what traps, but trial and error. Mm. What's the old saying? The, de- the definition of insanity is to keep doing, doing the, the same, same thing, thing over and over again, expecting Expect a different result. All right. Mm. That's, that's good. Well, it's just like, okay. Look how you've already changed as a parent. Right. From zero to, what, three? three? Yes. Yes, exactly. That just continues. Mm. And don't let Evolve. other moms who bully... See, I fell into the mom bullying trap, like not feeling good enough about myself. Oh, because I'm telling you, people like, oh, don't use the microwave and don't do this. And that. I'm like... <sighs> I know when Cooper was little, it was all about organic. don't feed them this yes. and the organic food. And a friend of mine once made a really good point, which was, you know why kids' menus all have the same things on them? Ah. Because that's what they like to eat. (laughs) Yes. I wanted to ask you, this is what I I wanted to start asking you about. And then I told you my situation where I'm in and I'm like, but I wanted to know, because I'm finding out as fame happens more and more to myself, how do you keep? good people in your life. You have a solid. Her name is Sabrina. And I, I'm like, how do you get that gale, that open? Like, how do you maintain somebody who does not, I don't know, just it's, not jealous? Who, I mean, because people have fallen by the wayside in my life, like left and right. I have to be really honest that a lot of it is luck. Um, that is not good enough, well, Melissa. Well, that's, that's number one is good luck. <laughs> I, my family was always very lucky. Mm-hmm. We have always been a family that, and I'm going back to when my parents and when I was little, that people who worked with us mm-hmm. and for us always stayed a long time. And we've just always been very fortunate about that. Um, I think a lot of it is also that we've always created an environment where people want to stay. 
Right. Um, but it's also a diff- little bit of a different environment. And our joke is always it's either going to work for you or you're going to run screaming with your hair on fire. It's one of the two. But finding that one person is timing and luck. I mean, I think, throughout times, because uh, she must have seen you go up and down and married, all, not but, married. And, uh, but same, except she's managed to have a successful relationship, which she won't tell any of us how she's managed to do it, other than we think she's put some sort of a love potion or hypno thing on her husband, who is like the loveliest, nicest, funniest human being in the world. Okay. That but she's also, by the sick. way, I'm going to give her this. <laughs> she's Sabrina's an amazing wife. I mean, she's an amazing, amazing person. But she might be kicking and screaming behind the behind the scenes. But, but to she be does organized and get all the stuff done and be a friend to but you we, and but, like. But we've all grown up together and we've worked hard at relationships. People grow up beyond uh, the um, Destiny Child broke up. Like they were. I mean, people. You know. Yeah, but that that's also a very difficult situation. But you do hear that they're still all friends. Okay. That, that's that's great. But that was not a situation, I think, from the beginning that there was really ever any true intention mm-hmm. of perhaps one being the breakout star. That's true. That's true. You know, when your mom's the manager right. of one of them, it's kind of like, really, who is she going to push to the front? Well, you know, it's like, I want to ride with Beyonce, you know, I'll, I'll just hang out and be the third, the second and third wheel. Exactly. But you do. You find the good people. Okay. Um, I don't know if you know this fun fact. Do you know what your mother and I had in common? I don't mm. know if Miss Sabrina told you if she remembers. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Um, red lipstick. <laughs> no. <laughs> that um, I was banned from the Tonight Show. Really? Why? And, and then, and at one time, and I haven't checked. It was just. Herself and my, myself are the only female comedians that have been banned from the Tonight Show. Why? And I was well because well you know it's one of those things I really will never know why unless Mr. Leno t- tells me. I went to over three hundred tapings in a row, and I started. That's how I started my YouTube. I started writing a blog about the show, then vlog about the show, and then I started doing videos, interviewing people in line at at the show. And then one day they called me in the green room. I'm like, oh my gosh, this must be it. It's been two years. I've been sitting out here. And, and you've been sitting in the audience. Yeah, in the audience. Never missed a show. Never did anything. And I said, you, you can. You're no longer allowed to come out. And they treated me horribly, like these big guys. I'm like, you got to leave. And that's it. That's all I got. So I'm like. So Do you I, think maybe they thought you were, like, kind of stalkery? Well, okay. I mean, they had people, like, at the, tonight, the Today Show, there's, like, this Lenny guy who, yeah. you know, they have people like that. So I, But maybe you know. they also may have felt that you were giving away too much of the behind the scenes. Maybe so. There's only so much behind the scenes I could do. I'm in the audience. Yeah, but if you're seeing so many different things over time, you're seeing right. different things that maybe they don't want people to see. That just could be true. due to the number of times you see people in bad moods, you see people pitching a fit, you see people being late, you see bad mm-hmm. behavior, and the talking to people in line right. was also one of their bits. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mine was more like, "Oh, where are you from?" I guess that's the but that's, same thing. That's probably part of it. Was they felt like you were taking. And then they started a blog. They started. Yes, I'm saying like, you, you were doing you I were doing it. things that they were then creatively going to start to begin to do. That's true. And so there you go. There you go. You solved it. I solved it. But yeah, you and my mom. There you go. And the other thing is, thank you for uh, allowing me to be a part of your podcast mm. because your podcast, I mean, it, especially because you know what I'm going through, is just so uplifting. Isn't I, it fun? It is 
I mean, this last time, I'm like, it, we just, like, it was perfect. We had an amazing time. But you're, you add so much because, <laughs> A, you're funny and spontaneous. <laughs> you do not hold back. And it's fun. The whole, the whole thing about group text is yes. it's really started with, with what my friends and I were texting about and oh, sort okay. of the, the, the shit we were talking and I thought, you know, that's how we turn it into something. Well, you did. And it's just, it's just different <laughs> topics. I didn't want to feel like, oh, we have to talk about this or we have to talk mm-hmm. about that. And then the obvious ongoing touch point is fashion. Right. And the award shows, which is so fun. <laughs> well, we make them fun. We, but they are fun. And that's what we used uh-huh. to do on, on like Fashion Police. But we've opened it up much more to also just talking about the shows in general. Like we mm-hmm. were just talking about People's Choice, like... If one more reaction shot of someone in the audience going, who, me? Like, you're there. You're going to win. Like, you've been booked to show up. So if you want to hear more, I'm telling you, it's a great time. She always has the best guests as a group text. um, Group text with Melissa Rivers. Right. But now, what else? What can I help you with? What can you help me with? What can I help you with? I heard a rumor that you're not great at checking your emails, but even worse. And this is something that drives me crazy with my friends. You have to delete some of your uh, voicemails because nothing is more frustrating than the voicemail is full. Like you can never, I have a friend that that compulsively happens and it makes me insane. And I heard a rumor that that's what you're doing. It's been like that for years. But it's not okay anymore. What? Because here's the problem. What if the school is trying to reach you? What if there is their some no, their, sort their of a, number is in my phone, so when they but it doesn't call, matter. Like, and I sit at the school, so Ozil's not there. At the school but it doesn't time. matter. Going forward, you have to, and these are like habits you have to make. You cannot let your voicemail get full because the one time someone needs to leave something urgent is the one time they're not going to be able to get through, and it's the one time it's going to be a mess. What if someone suddenly calls and, and is like, "We need you on this show, but we need to know within the next." 24 hours and you didn't get and they couldn't get through and well, you didn't get my and, number and you didn't recognize and the I number. Have my email like, it doesn't matter just, you cannot just, that's like just bad my business. mother will call over and over and leave this is gloria green my phone number is this is your mother your mother gloria well, why do you block her i i have to right but I have is, to. you have to allow it or I have to you she need just to over and over like a serial caller is what we call right, it but you can't but you have to then block her from doing that. But you need to be always, especially for work and being a single mom, you have to have somewhere that someone can always leave a message. You have to. Melissa has spoken. Well, do you know what I ended up doing? I'd like to know. You had another phone? No, I took, I got rid of my voicemail on my home number. Because it was too many places that people could leave messages, mm-hmm. and they would be like, "Oh, I left you a message," and I didn't want to check too, so I only have voicemail on myself. So... Because that made it easier for me. I don't want to hear my mother's messages. Well, then block her seven hundred times a day. Then block her. Tell her if she leaves. Then she one... calls my sister and tell tell your sister to call. But then tell her if she leaves more than one message. For every, if she leaves one more than one message, for every extra message she leaves, it's another day you're not going to call her back. <laughs> like, put her in the penalty box. Okay. Uh, um. No, it's like with my son. I'm like, if you, as I often say to Cooper, do not give me a reason not to trust you. 
how are you in charge of this interview? I'm like, how did this switch? And like, because you you just have that personality. You're in charge, and yes, ma'am. I guess that's yeah, all I but can that's say. that's a key one. That's and you have to stay on top of your email. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it too. I hate it. You can ask Sabrina. I'm like, <laughs> I'll read like the first two, especially if it's a chain. I'm like, oh fuck this. I don't want to read the whole thing, especially with the way the new ones are coming up, and you have to scroll all yes. the way through to yeah. the bottom. I'm like, eh. First of all, what I was saying is I thank you for having me on the podcast because I really thought between the first one and the second one, my life just dropped, like just dropped. And I was like, what am I going to do? I have no place to go. And I was literally like begging, begging, you know, everyone, do you have a place to stay? So I thought like, I don't even know you. I met you one time. I'm begging it. Can I come stay with you with a child? You don't know me from Boostank Dog. I thank you for your positivity and come and allow me to still be on the show because I'm like, I know she must think I'm nuts, you know. Yeah, but nuts fits in here, which is kind of weird. Okay. All right. But it was. The way you presented it, though, was like. I thought maybe we have a reality show. Like, this is like. But you by don't the know way, it, like, the timing was just really bad for me, which mm-hmm. was I literally just sent my child off to college. I didn't know what was happening. Mm-hmm. I, my entire life was upside down. I, it, which it still is, but it's a little bit less upside down now. So it's just like, if the timing had been different, it may have been, you know, oh. generally, but it was just like, I don't even know if I'm not picking up and moving to Ohio. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't know if I was going to, it was literally, I was in a place where I was like day to day. Well, I thank you for not, you know, going, you know, like click or block or you're nuts, you know, because especially at this point, you probably have heard everything from everybody because, but I do thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for doing our show. Yes, and I'm still a part of yes. group text. So and we have the rivers. whole award season coming up. That's going to be so much fun. It's going to be so much These fun. These are like my new besties. We get in there, we crack up and it's amazing. Now, do you have, like, I, I want to wrap it up, but I, I mean, we're talking about fashion and we didn't really get into that. I just want to know, do you feel any pressure about talking about folks and fashion all the time and I think after all these years I have found the delicate balance Mm -hmm. between honesty comedy and and not you know you make it that you never say like this is a terrible right this person's (laughs) ugly or this is a terrible person Mm -hmm. or something like that I mean we got into a discussion about during people's choice about Yes. How, what you're allowed to say and what you're not allowed to say. And that's very confining because but, you can be trying to say something positive, which is, for example, I was, yes. but everyone jumps on you because of one word and you're like, that makes it negative. I'm like, but what I'm trying to say is really positive. Yes. So, you know, it's still that tightrope. Just well, tune in to Group Text with Melissa Rivers so you know exactly what we're talking about because we really did jump on you. Yes, she and, did. And we jumped on her hard. I'm like, so. geez, I'm like, let me get my words out, so people. Heaven, please, let me talk. But the thing was, it's, it's, I mean, we're talking about someone being a plus size. And I, I said like, larger and bigger and that was- rather than plus size. <laughs> and I was saying that someone looked amazing even though they were big and fat. Okay. Yeah, next time. You said I didn't, but I was saying they looked amazing, but the way I apparently strung my words together <laughs> was inappropriate. Oh. So I got schooled. But the, the annoying thing was, was I was giving the person a huge compliment <laughs> because she looked fantastic. And I was saying that she did not default. Mm-hmm. And I was pleased she did not default 
to the trap of the plus-size woman in doing something shapeless. Right. We love you, Lonnie Love. Yes. All right. <laughs> Thank you so much for doing this show. This has been amazing. And I, I mean, I just love you so much. I love you, too. It's always like, I can't believe that I know you. Yeah, we're going to get you through the single mom thing. Oh, my goodness. Oh, here's a good single mom tip. I'll take it. A single working mom tip that I used to do all the time, which was at the school, when the first day of school and they have those calendars out Mm -hmm. for you to sign up for things, make sure you're the first one there and sign up for things and put them in your calendar immediately so that you can block those days out in advance and never sign up for anything other than being the extra helper. Oh, okay. Because you get a lot of points being the extra helper, but the pressure isn't on you to do Ah. the main thing, unless you know you can. But I would literally go in, sign everything the first day, and immediately text it to Sabrina saying, hold this day, hold this day, hold this day, and what I was doing on those days. Excellent. That was my big trick. My other big trick was, and this is top secret. Top secret Actually, it's tricks. not top secret. I think I actually talked about it. Was I used, first of all, I cannot cook. I cannot bake at all. You're shaking your head like you can't either. Uh, no. So I used bake sales as an opportunity to teach Cooper about supply and demand. And I always would tell him that we were assigned to buy things rather than make things because somebody had to buy because of supply and demand. Now, if everybody only made things, that would be a problem. So I used to pretty much lie and say we were always on the side that was assigned to buy. I love that. These are great tips. I mean, where's our book? And that way, because one time he did say to me, why don't we ever make anything? I'm like, we, you know, we were always, I always thought, the, you know, it was just I'm helping easier. the economy. Yeah, Cooper. we were signed up on the, on the demand side. That's excellent. So I, I want is there a book out? We need, where's the. Uh, oh, there are a lot of books out. I, I want the book from you. Yeah, there's a lot of books out. <laughs> How to Lie to Your Child, I think will be the title of mine. I love it. How to Lie to Your Child by Melissa Rivers. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you for your time. Love you. Love you. Too. Bye. Oh my goodness, I had a great time. I know you did too. Glowing Up is executive produced by my friend, Josh Skinner, John Fender, Jason Barrett, and me, Glozelle Green. I'm a producer. It's edited and produced by Jonas Litton. Thanks again for listening to my little podcast. If you'd like to hear my latest episode of Glowing Up, you can visit our website at glowingup.show or you can subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. And I want you to leave your ratings and reviews so I know what you're really thinking. I want to hear from you. Yes, you. You right there. Leave a review. All right. Over and out.